Damaged Goods Podcast. Feeling good. So it's an actual Coca Cola, you guys, not cocaine. But it does it gets well, you me more t- flying. You said Coca Cola. Who's like, yo? I think people think I'm alluding to cocaine. Let me bust a line of Coca Cola right now. Freeze it, chop it up. It does. I don't know, man. Coca Cola though. Sometimes if I drink it, like. I don't drink it often, but the Mexican Coke, like, it does feel like cocaine. Like, I, I get a woo, a rush. Like, woo, I'm ready to podcast. I started noticing uh, it made me fuller. Like, there, there was a bunch of, you know, it's all over the Full place. You get Mexican Coke everywhere. But, but yeah, I felt like that raw sugar, that raw snake. Yeah, that, that raw. That raw. <laughs> this all sounds like my drugs. <laughs> no, I would, like, get it with a burrito or some shit, and it would, it would make me feel... More, more full, full. More, it, like than a regular Coke. Is there something yeah. different between the sugar and the corn syrup? The corn syrup? I don't know. There might be. I mean, I've heard they were going to make Mexican Coke illegal in in America. Mexican Coca Cola specifically. I heard. I'm serious. I, I heard, heard they, they were not illegal. S- they were just going to stop making it. No, I heard. I heard slightly mm. different that they were just going to start making it with corn syrup in. Mexico. Mexico. Which, oh, fucking A, man. It's staking all the good shit. Terry, they're taking it all. Um, my fucking guest up here. This Don't is a give very, me that look, Terry. This Fuck is a you. very special uh, podcast because this is the first episode of my new podcast called Damaged Goods. R.I.P. Russian Souvenirs. This is Damaged Goods. And my guest is a Russian Souvenirs alum. He's a good, good friend of mine. He's an architect. He's an artist. He's fucking a guy with a lot of cool artistic and musical knowledge. My main man Noah Goldman from the sh- hello, ah, hello, hello, hello from Chicago. You need a soundboard on this. Ooh, yeah, Terry's. I I got a fucking little intern who can do just so much with the soundboard, and that's it. We should get more, but I don't. I don't want all the bells and whistles. I don't want it to sound like some FM radio. No, listen to Noah Goldman, the Snake Man, on W L I Y K. You know. Well, it could sound like Y K. The Lick. Well, okay, you know, it's your vision, your podcast, yeah. so I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but yeah. I may get a soundboard. If, if I had a bigger fucking production budget, maybe, yeah. But we're raw. We're like we're raw like that, the, the Coca-Cola <laughs> sugar or the cocaine sugar. Cocaine. How pissed off are you going to be if you live in Mexico and now you got to drink that shitty American Coke? Did we even notice the difference? I feel I like when we were difference. a kid. No, 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 but I like the, the switch. You weren't like eight years old. Oh, no, for the like... switch. But see, growing up in Nevis, right in the West Indies, we got what is the equivalent of Mexican Coke. It, it was bottled down there in all in glass bottles only and had sugar cane and not corn syrup. And that shit tasted awesome as a kid. Fanta's tasted awesome. Orange Fanta out of a glass bottle. Well, that, oh, okay, that, sugar that's cane. a good question. What's your hierarchy of uh, soda containers? This, Jake the Snake doesn't even like soda. Really, the only soda I like is Coca Cola. I won't even drink Pepsi if they're like, Sponsored is it okay by... if we have Pepsi? Coke. I, t- I turn fucking Pepsi down. Pepsi's fucking losers. Coke is for closers. <laughs> for me, it goes glass bottle. Oh, oh, the container. Yeah, like, like, my, yeah, bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah, glass bottle, can. What about where does fountain soda roll in there? Uh, better than plastic bottle because it's watered down. I actually like fountain better than can. So I would go glass, fountain, can. And then anything plastic. Two liter bottle two of soda is disgusting. It is worst. just if you're drinking two liter bottle of soda, you're just basically telling me you like the taste of your own saliva. It's fucking disgusting. Well, who drinks out of a fucking? We two- have friends who used to drink ginger ale out of a fucking two liter bottle. Just, Name names. Who did I'm, that? Because I, I forget. I honestly forget. Basically, all our friends back in Boston in a certain time frame, we would order like 
a haddock dinner from Ruggiero's, which is like fried haddock fish in Boston is very common. Fries that were soggy and onion rings that were probably soggy too. And like a bottle of, a uh, two liter bottle of ginger ale. And dudes would be high taking bong rips, playing video games, drinking You know what was funny day. to me? Maybe I was the only one that thought this, but I swear people were like, yo, go with the ginger ale. It's not as, it's, it's more healthy. Yeah, just because ginger is good for your stomach. Right, but so much fucking sugar. Yeah, it's so it's because your mom gave it to you when you were sick, when you had a tummy ache when you were little. Because the so ginger ale did help. Assumed. But yeah, it's terrible. It's still just got sugar. How are, how are the levels, Terry? They're getting better. Yeah. You're I mean, am I? Am I? You up? sound great. You am sound I all fantastic. the way up. You're all the way up. <laughs> I love when fat. We I had talked about it on Russian souvenirs. I love the when Fat Joe gets a hit. I love. <laughs> I got like, the sauce from Fat Joe. Man, fucking rest in peace, Prodigy. Today, yeah. unfortunately, uh, Prodigy, one half of the legendary duo Mob Deep, passed away. Man. It's yeah, fucking, definitely it's threw some on the headphones on the way home yeah, from work. I listened today. to Mob Deep all afternoon, and it was. Awesome and I mean, dude, I've opened for like Mob Deep and Prodigy a few times. Smoked weed with the gentleman backstage a couple times. Um, it's a fucking, it's a bummer, man. He's a young dude. Wait, didn't sick, uh, Havoc roll through to your record release party? My record did Havoc. I don't know. Strategy of the Crown. No, no, Trife the God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that would be pretty no, cool. You don't did. remember the Ducka started a rumor? Oh, that certain people. And then, like he circulated in the crowd that like ha- it was it was him and Steely Steve. They did circulate yeah, the story that Havoc of Mob Deep was in the crowd at my record release party in like 2008. Which was, it was such a weird call because it wasn't like they were cracking. That's why it was believable too. Right. I think we were yeah. like, Havoc, that's interesting. But uh, it was a bummer that, um, it's a bummer that Prodigy's down now. But uh, I feel like back East Coast in, in, in Boston and New York, and especially when I was young, I listened to a lot of Mob Deep. There's like, there's like headphone rap and there's like driving rap. In LA, it's it's a different climate. I do walk around here and I listen to certain shit, or when I'm on tour in other cities, like you know. But it's like, I don't know, different. Different. You say you you consider um, Mob Deep like headphones walking? Uh, Yeah, or like subway riding. A lot of East Coast music. I mean, you can still listen to it in the car. I listen to it in the car, but a lot of East Coast hip hop, I feel, is great in the headphones. I grew up listening to it on the bus, the subway, walking around with the headphones on, you know. Um, so it hits me like that, and then I, I, you know, down south music or some West Coast music, I appreciate it a lot. When you're driving in the car, it gives you a different vibe or feel. Do you don't you don't feel that? No, I do. I think it's environment too, though. I mean, like if you're if, if you're walking around in the, I mean, Mob Deep was such a quintessential East Coast like powerhouse mm-hmm. like of the time. That's like taking you back to a time and a place. And, you know, for us uh, in, in this generation mm. coming up with in, with Mob Deep, you know, like you you probably have nostalgia for it because when it first came out, you were like yeah, bumping yeah. it in the headphones and, yeah. and just oh, like, what house. were you like, West Springfield or it's Boston? It's Springfield yeah. at the time. I mean, when I was super young, yeah, when I, when it first came out. Skate, I didn't skating. I didn't listen to around. like I didn't listen to Mob Deep until the infamous album. I, like there's there's the you know they have that Juvenile Hell album. Have you ever listened to their actual? F- I, they're like no, 16. I, ha- I haven't. But I just I it's, was reading about all you know like yeah. I mean out of their the whole internet's catalog, going nuts. At, out of their whole catalog, I think it's probably the one of the albums that gets the least amount of attention. Rightfully so, dude. They were like kids. They were like I mean they were like kids when they did the infamous, but they were like 15, 16. So it's you, really you know uh, you know what I read. Uh, Today, when I was reading all, all, all the stuff about him, his grandfather founded Morehouse College. What? I yeah. didn't know that. That's well, according to Pitchfork pretty, Media. That's, I mean, uh, they're probably an accurate Terry, source. Terry, can you, can can you, you fact, fact check? check that? Yeah. That's pretty incredible if that's true. Yeah, I mean, 
It's pretty wild. I think that's pretty. I mean, Prodigy like is a dude who like, well, um, kind of like you know in the like I. I he had like a wild life because of his like disease, the sickle cell shit. And one thing I like read about or you would hear about stories about, you know, like just the shit you got to deal with with that. It's pretty gnarly. And then he'd like write, it was ill because he would write songs about it. Like, you can't feel my pain. All these other songs that are just like, you know, just the shit he has to go through. And then all like the wild dramas and shit in his, in his thug life type shit he was going through. But, uh. You know, that's like just like when you have a crazy disease too that like sets you apart from other dudes. You got to deal with like Cameron has IBS, which is a well, doesn't isn't isn't it past that? Doesn't he have the uh, the st- the stomach thing? Crohn's. Um, yeah, doesn't he have Crohn's? Maybe he does now. I don't know, but it's like some MCs or some rap artists will have some wild ass fucking like Pharaoh Monch has asthma, which maybe is not as detrimental as those other two diseases. But so to is, rap, so is DMX. DMX has asthma too. Like bad. Like Wait, during to the rap, hard that's knock- a hard thing to do, dude. If you got there asthma, is some cra- I have asthma, you know. <laughs> but I don't rap like Pharrell Munch, or I didn't rather Pharrell Munch rap like a maniac to have asthma. Um, I remember some stories during the Hard Knock Life tour of like DMX just like having having some troubles because because of his asthma. Yeah, because he's also especially back then like fucking running around the stage, sweating um, his ass off. He actually. Yeah, that's that's another uh, thing I, I'm remembering at the moment. They did a show, I believe it was in Chicago. Maybe I'm mixing it up, but somebody, uh, one of the stagehands died on, I think it was the Hard Knock Life Like, how did he die? So, DMX had a, like a, a like one of those flying machine rigs. What do you mean, where he like flies around right. and he's attached to it? Right, and it, it malfunctioned mid-concert. This coke has got me burping, sorry. Malfunctioned mid-concert. And he uh, is basically like they couldn't get him down, so he was like dangling. Oh, the but X, he, the but he didn't X stop swinging up there. He didn't stop the show. He just kept going. He just kept rapping like, yeah, from the rafters. Oh, oh. He is just you hanging know, from the rafters. But what happened was they sent a stagehand up on a, on a ladder to get him. Oh no! And he was swinging, and he hit the ladder like you know, no fault of his own. Uh, and the guy took like a twenty foot oh, tumble no. and like broke his neck and died. <sighs> That's weird. In the souvenir podcast, we talked about other stage acts. Died. Uh, yeah, Curtis we talked. Curtis Mayfield one was like super sad. Well, I mean, dude, what he? I wonder what that felt like on X. Do you think he like absorbed a part of the guilt, or even though he's uh, he's maybe free from it, you still feel bad? Like, wonder how that fucking talk about damaged goods. That would fuck my shit up. Yeah, That's a gnarly one, dude. That yeah, he. <laughs> That's a gnarly one. Crazy. Uh, do you know, like, do you know a lot of musicians would they've like killed people or anything by accident or whatever? Like, like manslaughter like or that? yeah, like well, you know, like Brandy, right? Uh, she killed somebody driving. Uh, she man, like a man would, would it be a manslaughter charge, like just like Caitlyn Jenner or whatever. And she Caitlyn pe- Jenner killed someone. Um, See, they never talk about this, dude. Fuck. We'll talk about it. When it was Bruce Jenner, clearly I'm going with the way I got so excited (laughs) off this Coca Cola I've got flowing through my fucking veins, Um, dude. Like before Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner, killed like like ran over somebody and like or backed up and killed him. That's a manslaughter charge, but like beat it, like or you not beat it, but like you pay a gang of money. Same with that's exactly what Brandy did. She she paid a gang of money. Ted uh, Ted Kennedy probably did it too. He killed somebody driving. Oh, you don't know that story? I'm sure, I just assumed it was he did. when he, yeah, it was when he was running for president in like 
80 or 79 or Dude, whatever. You can kill somebody but driving. But his shit was it. like <laughs> drunk driving. Well, that's what like I think. Brandy was, drunk, Brandy was drunk driving. Yeah, Ted Kennedy was out on the cape. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do know that story. It's I don't know famous. if um, the other guy was drunk or not. Bruce Jenner, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner, Jenner but, yeah, but like, everyone, he got like time person of the year, but he also killed somebody. Like bo- that year before, and no one all uh, like recently that happened. dude, yeah, man, like like a year before he did the switchover. It's in and, and like that just kind of got swept under the rug. Like that's a like I mean that's a big thing, dude. You know what I mean? Kill somebody. Yeah, I mean, but like, but Brandy, maybe he's going through it too. What's a you know maybe yeah. he's got a support group with Brandy and DMX and fucking they're, they're Slick Rick Mal- Mal- shot somebody, didn't kill him, but shot him. Like his, it was his cousin who was like either tried to rob him or some shit like that. And that's why at the height of Slicker X career, after dropping his debut album that went number one, he like ended up going to prison for like three years because he shot some dude. Um, that happened to I Love Mokinen. Mokinen? Mokinen. He killed somebody by accident, yeah. didn't he? Like his boy. Yeah. Like, like it was like one the of gun the, or something. Yeah, it was like one of those. Seat. Like they were just, uh, you know, they were looking Mackinen. at the gun. You know, I Love Mokinen. 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 Macaroons. Macaroons. <laughs> Don Morocco. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, that that would suck. That's fuck. Kill yeah, your sorry. fucking boy. You got to understand, we're laughing, but we're also talking about some fucked up shit. That's like the whole premise of this podcast. I was laughing at the podcast. Ma- the, I love Macaroons. Mac- yeah, Mac- I was Maroon. too, but we're going back between laughing at his name about, and talking about killing your well, boy and how heavy that Max. is. Mac That's Dre. damaged goods, though. That's just what we do on damaged goods. Mac Dre. Mac Dre, would he, why he killed did, somebody? I don't know, did he? I don't know. You McDonald's got... killed a lot of <laughs> Gucci Man killed somebody. Yeah, Gucci. Oh, Gucci fuck. killed somebody. I feel like there's some classic rock people who killed some people back in the day by accident, manslaughter, or like some southern rock guy who like shot someone on his property. Yeah, I don't. Do you know, know any, any of the musicians that killed people? Famous people. It's not like coming to whether accident or murder. Well, what was that producer's name? Phil Spector. He killed some, or allegedly. I mean, allegedly. they proved him guilty, right? I think so. Yeah, I think Terry. He, Terry Faxer. I'm pretty sure if he. I mean, I know he killed somebody. Died. Um, yes, uh, somebody died. I don't know if anybody else died. I don't know if anyone else has been killed, but I, that's always interesting when famous musicians have fucking. Killed Do you think somebody. Axl Rose has ever killed anyone? I know the Rolling Stones felt like shit after this. The shit that happened at fucking Altamont. Altamont. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not on them. That's not on them, but like a lot of people, like the media, kind of like. Put it on them in some ways, and that's gonna that's gonna leave some residue of guilt, even if you know you didn't do it. It's one thing to know it's not your fault, but sometimes you still can't. At least for me, because I always fucking take guilt on. I can't just shake it off. Yeah, you know, it's not your fault, Jake. I know it's not my fault, but I could have. You know, you feel mad. You what is fucking, that from Goodwill Hunting? I don't know. I just it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I know. And he starts crying. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I know. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he keeps. If you just say something like that to your friend enough, they're just gonna break down. Crying. We used to, we used to say that to one of my buddies. Actually, one one of the guys who was who was at the wedding, uh, that dude Phil. Phil, your Did old you meet boy Phil? Phil. Yeah, old Phil. I feel like I've met old Phil before. He's not old, but he's like a friend of yours. Right, like he's an old school friend. Yeah, I feel like I. Have. Uh, we used to say that to him, uh, to like piss him off and shit. Oh. It's but like, he also had like, yeah. It he, was his fault. Like, yes, it was. Yes, it, <laughs> that, that's no, really it was sad. always his fault. That's he, very misleading for like, you to tell him it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. It's probably pretty asshole and patronizing, but you know, you know yeah. fuck it. That's well, you gotta let it fuck go. It. Sometimes, sometimes you, you gotta be an asshole. Yeah, dude. I mean, shit, man. You're probably better at, or who's better at it, you or me, than being an asshole? You might be. I'm, I'm, I'm probably better at it. Anyway, by accident. I don't know. Yeah, accidentally, yeah. I'm probably better. 
Yeah, you're definitely accent. You could focus your assholeness. Like, I only right. use it when I when you need when you. I want. To. Yeah, that's awesome. Mine's like I can't or control it. Or if I'm it. hungry, like most <laughs> of the world. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can dig it, man. Hangry or getting off paint fumes from painting art, you get lightheaded and just lose your shit. You know. Yep. yep. Did you ever? So uh, Noah and I, at one at one point back in the day uh, in Boston, we lived together and we had this garage that was kind of we didn't, obviously none of us used it for anything, but Noah used it for a, an art space, and he would. You you want to explain him like you you were doing like these paintings with windows? Yeah, I mean this him. was, I was uh, mostly doing like spray paint graffiti style art, um, and I would I would always well, the find windows, it, tell right. I would windows. I would always find uh, just garbage. Well, other people's one man's trash. It's like it's uh, man mostly trash. windows. Uh, for some reason, there was always yeah, you were the window shopper. I was the win- that was right when fifty. Right when the fucking window shopper came out. Yeah, perfect that was my timing. theme song. It was. I had my uh, MySpace name was win- the Window Shopper. I remember for a while. I remember that. Yeah, those good times. Um, but yeah, I would paint on windows in the garage mostly with like spray paint and like paint. And just get those paint fumes. Those paint fumes. <sighs> um, and I remember uh, there was like an old couch. Yep. That that I dragged in there. Mm-hmm. There was no heat in the garage. It was Boston. It was like a, like a very outdoorsy cement. You know, just like cobwebby old garage. Damp. Dank, damp. Mm. I had a space heater in there. Uh, um, fun little place. It was yeah, really it was fun. fun little place. I slept in there one night. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I came home drunk. Uh, I jumped off the roof of that thing once. When we oh, the ran garage? Away, I ran from the backyard, from the uh, neighbor's yard, because I, we ran from a cab <laughs> without paying. <laughs> and we all scattered different ways to confuse yep. a cab driver. But I came up the back, climbed over the garage, and I'm jumping off. Like, ripped a pair of, like, $400 jeans on the bottom on my ankle. Whatever. That's your first problem, $400 <laughs> jeans. This is back in the day when I was an idiot. I was with you. you do you remember that? Which time was that? We did this. Well, no, this okay, isn't well, that one time. This is a different time. Did we tell that last time? Yes. Yeah, well, we I've did. told it before. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I used to like do painting in there and probably get high and just yeah, just uh, I remember when I left too. I I left a lot of uh, a lot of shit there just because I moved from Boston to Chicago and I like couldn't take it with me, especially yeah. like glass. And then I've got Fragile. a couple. I've got a couple of them in Chicago right now, and I'm about to move here to Los Angeles. Uh, it'll probably be. Probably be just getting rid of them, honestly. I need some of those. I want some. We're going to have to make you some new ones, yeah. Were you, like, ever painting out your heart in there, just letting your emotions flow? Yeah, I was, like, I I had just started seeing a girl uh, when I set that up. Because I think we lived there for a year or two before I actually, like, set up shop in there. Um, But, yeah, I, I had just started seeing a girl, and she was much younger and it was always it was like one of those really young so much there was so much yeah you had so much fucking it was uh, tension and f- it, but it was like spark. friction too romance it was like one of those like oh this we just can't do it it's just not going to work and then try like, anyway just yeah and try anyway Passion. like i feel like that's a really um uh young young thing that a lot of people in their teens and 20s go through like they try to uh it's two things. They either try to to work out a relationship that that just is doomed from the beginning, been there, or they just want that 
sto- that story or that like narrative to be the relationship. Like I personally yeah, have been involved movie. with two separate girls like back in that time in my 20s. I feel like 20s. I know exactly whom they are. Yeah, I'm sure you do. And and the the narrative of those relationships were like, "Oh, I I just love you so much." But it can never work. <laughs> you know, some bullshit like that. It's like, yeah, why, why can't it work? Why isn't it ever the opposite? Why is it like, this is going to work great. I just don't love you that much. <laughs> well, my, you know, uh, my my wife now, I just got married. Oh, it's off the market, ladies. Yeah, sorry. Close sorry. your legs. Um, th- we joke with each other about, like, the first night we met and, and stuff like, you know, I, I just looked across the bar at you and I was like, yeah. Someday I'm gonna marry that that woman. Did you really? Did you think? No, that, that uh, did not uh, happen at all. <laughs> I mean, we, we you know we liked what we saw, and obviously there was a spark there, but it wasn't like we, I was uh, 28 or 29 when we met, and yeah. she was like 28 or 27. So no, we were just neither of us were she were w- looking for love that night. You weren't, as and we didn't go home together either. So I don't, Rita. I'm not. I'm not trying to falsify. Yeah, our, that's good though. You night. should the first night. I was probably good. She didn't meet you when you were. I mean, a I would have hurt artists. I definitely would have. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's always better when you don't though. Yeah. But yeah, she met the the Noah Goldman that wasn't like the young like like artist getting hurt, going through things like painting it out, like running around writing graffiti nights, you know, screaming your pain at the city skyline. You know what I'm saying? You were you're a little older and more mature. So she met you a good time, right? That's true. But I was also still like still feeling it. I was still uh, like I was. I think a I, little bit of a wild man. Like yeah, was, of course. I remember I bailed you out for writing one one time. Noah got arrested for graffiti outside of a venue that I performed at, a very prominent venue in Boston. And I remember like going to bail you out right after that. And then oh, so wait, so I go to bail Noah out, um, and uh, like a home home girl of mine comes and 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 then. We saw, okay, so we saw this guy that we knew, this young gentleman who was a pimp, uh, right? And he's coming out. I know he's getting processed or bailed out right there. He's coming out. And this pimp guy that we know who's friends with our other roommate boy is there. And we're like, what the fuck is this dude? And his name is Strap. By the way, the pimp's nickname or string name is Strap, which is a fucking slang for a gun if you don't know. Uh, he's coming out with this girl that he's bailing out, right? That and is I was a sitting next, hoe or a I was, prostitute. I was, you were sitting next to her on the benches. Right. Yeah. And the, so me and my boy who are bailing out Noah, the girl coming out, the hoe or the prostitute, the lady of the night who's getting fucking bailed out by the pimp that we know, happens to have gone to high school with the friend that I'm bailing Noah out with. So he sees her, and I don't even know what her name was. He's like, oh, hey, Karen, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever her fucking name was. But it was hilarious because she was a... Uh, yeah, it was funny. A, a lady it wouldn't night. be weird if you're only like 25 or 24 and you see a girl from your high school that's a prostitute getting bailed out of jail. No, I mean wait, wait, are you saying wouldn't it be weird or maybe, it yeah, wouldn't wouldn't it, wouldn't it be weird? Yeah. Right? yeah, it would not not be weird. I mean, maybe it's not weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, I know a lot of kids from my high, high school, school ended up all over to, the place. But yeah, prostitutes are bunch. Well, he went to a good, decent Cambridge Latin is a pretty decent public school in Cambridge. Yeah, oh, no, he went to Ringe. Ringe, Ringe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way. Either way, um, then. Yeah, that's like a little pimp for the arts to it. That was a, uh, speaking of damaged goods, that was like a rough year for you? Year for me. Yeah, for you took sure. some, yeah, don't talk took about some it. those emotional blows. So it started, uh, I got, I got a- arrested on my lunch break. Oh, yeah. For smoking weed in downtown Chicago. Uh, real, real uh, dumbass kid shit by, by my part. I was just flagrant. 
blazing on my lunch break uh got rolled up on by some plain clothes and just got just got bagged uh and then three or four months later what a dick by the way that cop it was two of them it was two of them two two of them anyway thank god we don't live you know what i think it was honestly and yeah it was a dick move but on no it was a dick move i was about to make excuses like (laughs) oh they're just doing their job fuck those guys come on fuck fuck the chicago police forever seriously yes uh uh, oh, this Coca-Cola feels good in my <laughs> veins. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> I think I think they clocked me a couple days in a row because it was like, it, like watching. Wait, we're gonna get a no, huge think, bust off this kid. No, half a gram, two like, thirds of a gram. I don't think it was like that. I think it was just like me being flagrant every day at lunch, oh, and it was their beat. Smoking. And yeah, and they were like, "This motherfucker!" Like when we have time, when we have, when we're not like tied up on some. Some bigger shit. Like, if we see this kid, we're going to fucking get him. And, you know? <laughs> Not I, on my watch, kid. No reason for cigarettes. More just, like, uh, like disrespected their fucking set. Because yeah, yeah, you know the, yeah, the biggest gang of them all, it's right? the blue gang, man. Right. Not the Crips. The motherfucking cops. Um, Pigs. Anyway, so that happened. Then a few months later was the, the, the graffiti bust. Out in the graffiti And bus. that was some bullshit, too, because we... Did, was that? Did you have a show that night? Yeah, I performed at the the Middle East downstairs in Boston, right. and you got arrested fairly close <laughs> outside, <laughs> like, outside the back of entrance. Where, like, well, the, the story was uh, <laughs> was was me and, and another friend of ours uh, left because uh, it was an all ages or it was an eighteen plus show or something like that, and he had bought a a young lady a drink, unbeknownst to him, like he was just trying to kick it. Yeah. But she was underage. He and got in trouble. Well, he just got, uh, as as JB would say, asked to leave. But it's funny. It's like he shouldn't. It shouldn't have been on him. They the venue should have fucking bracelet her, checked her. Well, ass. they you know in their eyes, I'm sure he was just, he was like purposely buying an underage girl. Alcohol, oh, I see. Right? Yeah, of course. Why didn't I process my head anyway, like that? Anyway, he was asked to leave. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah, they asked him, sir. We got you like night, please. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty nice. He he wasn't uh, upset about yeah, it. Of course, at all. so no, yes. it was bullshit. But uh, <laughs> we were both leaving because he was my ride, and uh, I was catching tags all over everything, <laughs> running like around, like a let... fucking dump. You that's know, what you do. That's, that's what, you, what do. you do when you're a graffiti writer, right? You're a kid. You just so fucking I'm, let it I, out. Ca- I start catching a tag on the stage door, the back door, basically of the venue. Yeah. And as I'm doing that, that um, just someone comes out the back to like smoke a cigarette. And it was like someone who worked at the at the Middle East, and they were like, "Hey, man, don't do that." Like, you know, just kind of uh, yeah, not yeah. not inappropriate. But it just so happened they had a on duty Boston police officer of backstage who was like two feet away Ugh. inside. And when he heard that, he pops his head out and like clocked the situation. I tried to like run around the corner and like throw my um, yeah. my markers and shit, but he just like Got snatched you. me up, you know. And then do the bad yeah, luck. I took it out on that one. I, I had to pay like fucking fifteen hundred dollars in court fees. God yeah. damn. And uh, God damn. what's the statute of limitations? I don't know. I think you, you can't I go think, back to Massachusetts. Well, I was, yeah, <laughs> I could never go back there, anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not kidding. Uh, not true. I can go back. Jk, there. no Jk. But no, I, I never did my community service. <laughs> on that. Fuck them. But I paid the fine, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, like, I should have done the community yeah. service and not paid the fine and been like, "Yo, I'm a, a fucking poor ass kid. Yeah. What, what do you, you know, what do you want from me?" 
But the, no, I, I worked a valet job all summer and fucking saved up money to pay off the goddamn fine and then never did my community service. So sorry. fuck me, right? I'm an, the pain I'm an idiot. With I did it backwards. I mean, sorry, you were uh, a kid, I mean, but that was kind of like what I realized, too, that like I wasn't, um, you know, like a super hardcore uh, graffiti yeah. writer. Like it's a classic story. You know, other other like hardcore graffiti writers would call me like a fucking toy because, you know, I got bopped and i was like nah like I, this is you, you know, were like the art shit was more your thing anyway though, right like, yeah yeah arts and crafty kind of but shit. graffiti was fucking yeah, fun of dude. course so fun the, you know, the, element of, the element of like the mission and crime, the, the and, mission yeah, and, and that, just yeah. like the the uh the taboo and, and just yeah. like i'm sure there's a rush associated anti, with that uh, disestablishmentarianism yeah i love that how big that word is I don't think it's a, that's not a real word. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Well, I mean, it's like a double negative, right? Yeah, I don't know, but I like the sound of it. Um, so yeah, then uh, back to, to that rough summer. I and think the snowball keeps rolling down. Right, I think also I was in my last semester of, of, of school or, or one of the last semesters of school and I, like I failed a class, oh. which just sucked. <laughs> like that was the only <laughs> F. I'm Sorry for that. That's just that funny. was the only F I've you, ever you know, had. Noah's really smart, dude. I'm shocked that he failed a class. Well, it was like, what uh, class? <laughs> it was uh, physics. Oh, that's retarded. What are you? That's yeah. You're an architect. I, I don't know why you're taking physics. No. Or is that? Does that go hand in hand? Yeah. I don't know kinda. anything about architecture. I mean, so. Well, I mean, the way the 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 profession is set up now, not so much. Physics um, seems like different. Well, physics is like the study of like motion and and laws. So uh, it it really has a lot to do with engineering and 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 things so like that. So that's hand in hand with architecture for sure. But the way it is now, like. Uh, it's it's a pretty segmented, uh, fragmented profession. So engineers do the engineer work, and the architects do the architecting. Was the but failure of that class like the cherry on top, or was there more shit pie to eat? Um, there was. Yeah, I failed the class. I also <laughs> crashed my parents' car. <laughs> Uh, this was like all within a nine month period. So it was like, it was just, the hits kept coming. Um, and then like the, the, yeah, the cherry on top was when I took fucking mushrooms. Oh, like after all that went down, (laughs) uh, you know, so my mind was in a real shaky place and perfect time uh, to eat hallucinogens. Yeah. And also I was like physically exhausted because, uh, we had just moved, uh, apartments and mm-hmm. so I was like physically exhausted and I was at a party. My boy Mark's house, 70 yeah, was there. Yeah, 70. It was right in Kenmore Square. It was it was a it was a nice little spot because he was right in Kenmore Square and it was in the fall. And for those of That's you near who don't Park yeah, for those of you who don't know, and it was near BU. But like, I mean, that doesn't mean shit because you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a college in Boston, right? God damn, what an old <laughs> Southern slang yeah. right there. Southern Southern saying, um, "Who's swinging dead cats?" Anyway, go on. <laughs> I love that expression. Uh, so it was right near like the college, and it was the fall, so there's all these freshmen. Oh. So there's just mad freshman girls wandering Ken, Kenmore Square and he would throw these parties and we would just sit out on the stoop and like invite these these young girls 
uh, to come in and party, and they always did because they were just out wandering looking for a party. Hey, you want to party? Ah, the 20s. Your 20s, right? Yeah, like, job. you couldn't I mean, sit out on, on your fucking steps right now. I'd be a creep. Right. You would be a fucking creep. I'd be a tree if you did that. But when you're 22, it's all good. You're it's, harmless. It's, it's the best. Yeah, boy. So we were partying, and somebody came in this party and had mushrooms. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "Yes, I will. Yes, t- please. I will. I will. I would like to partici- participate in that activity, oh. please. Uh, <laughs> right over here." So I just downed like a, a, an, an obscene amount. Yeah, More like than an du- eighth. double. The, no one's known to eat some mushrooms. So double but. the amount that I. Sh- I mean, I shouldn't have taken any, but because uh, my head mentally, for those also of you. Uh, who haven't done hallucinogens? You you should make God, sure that God, you're in a good sure. head place, especially because like there's you know acid and mushrooms and all these things. There's these things called bad trips. What it doesn't all go fucking gravy, you know. So uh, that's what happened to me. I had a bad trip. Uh, I thought uh, I can't I can't recall now the the, oh, the like <laughs> no. I mean I remember oh, oh, what oh, happened going on in your head, but like yeah, like what exactly like sent me off, but. It, it started to take a turn when, honestly, I had to take a piss, and I couldn't pull it together to, to do <laughs> that, like, in in the party. No, it's a funny uh, story. That's why I'm telling <laughs> it on the, the fucking podcast. Um, I couldn't piss. I, I Like, there was too many people in the bathroom or too, many, too much of a line or something, yeah. and I started to, like, uh, explore options outside, which, yeah. like, any dude, logical, especially, very like— logical. Uh, especially, you know, at that time and, and place, like I didn't, I didn't have any qualms about pissing outside, but uh, the paranoia set in, Ugh. and I think it had to do with all my recent run-ins with the police. Yeah, uh, sure. So I wasn't, I wasn't gonna do it. I was, I was scared of of uh, public urination or just like interactions. <laughs> yeah, hey, we with get cops. charged with being a fucking sex offender. <laughs> so I, so I ended Ridiculous. up walking like, like two miles or like. <laughs> Three or before I don't know. you even it pissed? seems like forever, dude. I th- I seriously think I went an hour and a half or two hours. Holy like shit. having to to piss oh because I walked God, from that's the worst trip ever. I walked I from Ken while I was like peeking on like an insane <laughs> amount of mushrooms. <laughs> I, I walked I from Kenmore Square everywhere. I would have just been pissing everywhere. I walked from Kenmore Square to uh, where where was that pizza Pizza Hut with Joseph? the bur- Burger Basquiet? Joseph's on the corner yeah, of Joseph's and Mission Hill. Yeah, Joseph's. Yeah, yeah, it was like Huntington, South Huntington, right there. Right. So I walked from Kenmore to that. That's a spot, decent walk, which right is there. decent. That's a decent. And then walk. I thought some kids were about to jump me, I which this. they weren't. I'm sure at, they at might not point. even been there. There might have been no kids there. That's no. true. That's <laughs> at this true. point, um, and then uh, I, I, I hailed a cab real quick and and took that back to the crib. And once I got back to the to, yeah. to JP. That's when I finally pissed. I like. I remember you were there when I yeah. walked well, in. Yeah, this is when you and I walked, walked in, in and I just made a beeline for the bathroom. Do you remember I was upstairs though with a that lady was, friend? Yeah, that was later though. That oh, was like okay. a little later. But but yeah, I took a piss and then I came down and everyone was like, "Uh, how you doing?" And I was basically like, "Uh, not I good. It's I all it's all bad." I and didn't know you were tripping though. I don't think because I was up. I went upstairs with a. Well, f- I think a female. yeah, man. I think maybe. Because well, I remember you coming knocking on my door, and I had a lady friend in there, so I answered the door, and you're like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And I was like, "And I didn't know you were tripping, so I, I was real dismissive. I was like, yeah, what's up, dude?'" Like, I was wh- also like in my underwear. Yeah, shit. but I was like, "Why are you like blowing my spot if I've got this girl in here?" And like, yeah, we live in the, in the same house. Like, why? Yeah, hi. I remember asking <clears throat> for headphones. Oh, maybe that's what it but, was. But also, like, yeah, it was fucking weird. I was real like, dismissive. if I wasn't, if I wasn't 
tripping, I wouldn't have like yeah. bothered I, you. With if that I t- knew you were having a bad trip, I would have been like so much better of a friend to you. But I think also, you know, I was in that space where I was I was in my own head. I was also trying to like, get this girl out of her clothes. Well, yeah, I was sure, on a mission. Sure. I was a young man on a mission, and you're focused, and you're driven. And you're like not look thinking that your but boy's it, pupils are dilated and he's in his underwear. You couldn't have talked me out of it anyway. Didn't mean, you almost like, jump out the window or something that no, night? Or like no, I you, thought you, you thought, thought you were gonna jump out the you window. You thought that. Yeah, you I was. I was. That. Then when I realized you were having a bad trip, and you you told me, and yeah. I got concerned because I've For been sure. there and I've never had a bad trip really, but it's, it's a scary thing. But I remember my headspace, and and also at that point it was like I was on the I was on the right side of it, but uh, I was still like. Rassle that one down. Yeah, it was, oh, man. But, you, uh, but but my headspace was just like, I'm all good. I got this. Even though I I didn't, but I didn't do anything crazy. It was just it was like I got to figure this out. I got to buckle down. I got to think that? about all these things. Icing on the you motherfucking know? cake. So so after that, being the icing on the cake, did you like? Did you see any of that snowball and 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 basically manifest in your art or any like your shit you were doing at the time or the shit you were about to do when you went to Chicago think, for architecture shit or, or no I don't think it like it didn't not like my my art at the time it didn't it didn't bounce on that but it did it it was it was like a a very it was a turning point of things started going better after that like just, just because they had gone bad or did you do I something think, to make them go better I think it was two things like it was um it was that all that bad shit had happened to me and I remember making a conscious decision to just like this is weird but it, it works for some people I was just like I'm going to do better. Oh yeah, I'm no, just going to do I love better that. things. I want I want that to I'm be gonna my thing. I'm going to seek out it was it was probably like I'm going to seek Robbins out posi- positivity, you know? And think uh more optimistically about things and also probably just hold myself accountable because you know all those instances it wasn't like that shit happened to me i failed the class because i didn't study yeah yeah, i got arrested because i was an idiot yeah you know yeah yeah. so good way to look at it so maybe that bad trip was kind of like not a bad trip in, in in perspective now because it was I don't know some way to like look at all that other shit. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what I do with ayahuasca it gives you such a fucked up trip. It lets you look at things differently. Yeah. No, I don't. I you know, I wouldn't want to relive it. Yeah, but I wouldn't no. change it because it. Uh, so it did a little damage that kind of like can do good for you sometimes. But things, that's you know. also life. You know, life is like that, and 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 you got to always learn from your mistakes. Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, you're not learning. And it's like, it's funny, you know, they say like, uh, the wise man learns from another's mistake, the fool learns from his own, but I feel like I always learn the thing Wait, better when it's my own. The wise man le- learns from another's mistake, the, the fool, fool learns, learns from his own. But, or something, some saying like that. But if like, that's actually the saying, I don't agree with that. I don't either, because you learn the from most your, from the, your that's own what My point mistakes. is, I learn the most from my own mistakes. I guess the thing would be like, it, on a smaller level, like if you and me... Or you know, or your kids, and you're like, you and me are standing by a hot kettle, and you touch it and burn it. I'm like, ooh, I don't need to touch that kettle now. I know it's hot because Noah just touched it. But is that it's like real, like primitive things like that. I think I you have to there's make cer- a mistake yourself to learn the lesson. Yeah, I mean, well, there's certain lessons that you can learn the way with the kettle analogy, but there's mm. certain shit you just gotta learn. On yeah, your you own. gotta do it yourself, dude. And that's like you gotta get a little banged up. Everyone gets a little like damaged, mistakes with up. uh with with. 
in love. Oh, Christ, yeah. That, you, only, bad, you only got to learn that you on You have to. You, you can't, can't watch. Well, I'm not plus, sure. nobody's going to tell you but shit, I've watched. Too. I've watched homies of mine and, and, and people make mistakes in relationships like that I learned is like like an ongoing one they would make in, 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 with women in general or or maybe girls will make with men or watching like you know my parents respectively with their boyfriends or girlfriends like all right you know you can't like lessons like you can't turn a hoe into a housewife or like if this person's always been doing that it might you know you, they might not change or you know these are red flags you should always look out for certain things like I don't need to like you know what I'm saying like <sighs> Spoiling yeah. your significant other so then they never, if you always give them things and always do shit for them and they've never reciprocated that, they're not going to reciprocate it the more you give them stuff. They've now they'll even take you more for granted. Like certain lessons like that, I didn't have to necessarily make those mistakes. You could get some pimp game from watching some of your friends either teach it to you or watching them make mistakes like that, you know? Yeah. But I mean, yes, my, my with the real. Is cracked. Yeah, yeah. We edit that out, Terry. That Terry's going to like Go make mark it bigger. The time. Mark the mark time. Mark the time. That's 40 seconds and one. Got it. Terry's doing great. He actually asked to if he could join in on a, on a podcast on a mic, but it would be awkward because what is your relationship with any of the guests? And who's gonna run the fucking soundboard? You think I'm gonna do that? Thank. No. See, and his best part is he can't even hear what he's saying. We no. Baby, anyway, baby steps, Terry. Baby steps, baby fucking steps. I do. We told, I, didn't you say he could use the equipment on, his, <laughs> on when you're not recording? on his own podcast? Right. I tell you what, man, this Coca-Cola bottle, empty bottle is staring me in the face like there's so you can't drink more than one of those. Were a you month. at that party that one time where the dude got hit over the head with the champagne? Yeah, bottle? we had just came out of the basement of it. It was and it was my my homegirl's brother is the guy who hit him with the bottle. Did we tell that on the last podcast no. too? I don't man, I don't well, I mean that's basically the, I remember, end of the we story. Were like, we, were, we were witness. It was a to basement it. party, like mm-hmm. you know, like a grant like the doors on the street level and you go down. And it was hot and crowded, and we were like coming. I think we just came right outside to smoke a, like a joint or a blunt or whatever. And some guy who had been in there drunk and talking shit, he's like walking out, probably because he was in an argument in there. And then the other dude comes. There was from behind an argument. Him. I remember yeah. that. The other guy comes from behind him and just dong with that big champagne yeah, bottle. I'll, it I'll, echoed I'll, like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will remember that sound forever. And, yeah, yeah. He hit him a couple times. Dude, and it, it, didn't, it was echoing. It didn't break. Dude. You know what it kind of sounded like? Echo. Aluminum bat. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah! Bat. Like when the ball hits the yeah. the skinny neck part yeah, of the like, bat and it sticks it was your like fingers. Dink. It was like a dink sound. Oh my god, that was loud as fucking. He went down and out. He was a, he. That was brutal. That was bad. And then I think everyone pretty like we didn't like scatter, but we were like, oh well, we should probably not smoke this blunt right here. Cops are probably gonna come. This kid's leaking from his skull. And his friends kicked out the windows after that. I remember the guy. Who got his head hit? Right, like it, like basically, the, there was a scuffle. The way I remember it, yeah. there was a scuffle at the door, yep. and they were trying okay. to kick these these guys yeah. out. And then this one of the uh, the the people who was uh, the brother of someone that yeah. lived there or something yeah, 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 like yeah. that, he just came out of nowhere he with a bottle, bottle yeah. and like hit this guy over the head two or three times, and then they pushed him out the door. And locked the door. Yeah. So, like, the dude who, who swung the champagne bottle was on the inside, and, and the guys that had, had the beef were on the outside with a fucking lumped-up head. Oh. And then his boys, like, kicked in the windows, which I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Fuck, dude. I would, yeah, I would have came back on that. I, God damn. That's talking about damaged goods. That dude's yeah. skull got hit. Have you ever had a bottle hit you? No. I got no. a bottle broken over my back of my neck, like the back. To that hurt. the that beer bottle man. hurt. Yeah, was it like thrown or like? Uh, yeah, like it got like thrown from clo- not too far away. It definitely was hot. It just felt hot. Like it was as soon as the glass broke, it felt like this real warm sensation over my neck and shit. But 
I think I had like a hoodie or something. I didn't didn't cut me or nothing like that, but it was it was like a welt. A welt. Yeah. Welp. Is it welt? A welt. With a T. Yeah, welp is like welp. That's what people put when they're typing. Welp. The JB used to say welp all the time. Welp. 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 Yeah. Welp. Um no, I never, I never, I've never been in too many uh, altercations, violent that's altercations. Thing, yeah. that's, that's a good thing. That's pretty good. That's a good thing. I got jumped in in Chicago on some gang shit. Uh, um, jumping you in? Or <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't. Architect gang. Yeah. yeah. Architect. Architect. That Archite- would have been your gang name. Nine. Architect. I was scrolling through uh, Facebook today, and you know how like you watch videos. And then uh, it'll just like another video will pop up. I watched one video and then the next video that rolled up was Tech Nine, the rapper, at a Kansas City Royals game. He's from Kansas City. Um, You know, I I assumed that, but it was just kind of like. I he hadn't thought about he was performing. No, at it. No. no, he was sitting in like the. Oh, just enjoying like, a baseball yeah, game. Enjoying doing you know Facebook Live at a at a baseball game, and it, it was that just funny to because Frank. I haven't heard about, heard or thought about Tech Nine. He's huge than ever now. Really? Yeah, dude. He like, like I don't like listen to his shit. It's not really my cup of tea. But uh, he, they always like write about him. He's like uh, makes a million dollars more a year, like a couple million a year, like as an indie artist. It's insane. Like his really? touring. He signed a bunch of other artists to his like label, like you know that dude J Rock who's in TDE with like Kendrick and all them. Okay. He's on that. This dude Ritz, a few other people, but he's got like a crazy loyal fan base. And the way he tours, like in like the, the because he's indie and he's making like most of his money back on the shit, he makes like a million a year or some Good crazy for him. shit. Yeah, he's I, like I said. Not I didn't really, know that. I was not really just my like, shit. But. I was just surprised that like. Because I hadn't thought about or heard about yeah. him in a long time. Uh, I've never really like been into him, but like he had an album a couple years back that had like just crazy guest features of everybody. Like Wayne was on it, fucking Andre, like everybody, and it was kind of dope because um, I don't know, it was you know people like doing records with him because of like they respected him or some shit like that. I don't know. It just there's a lot of like hip hop out of weird places and. That came out of weird times that just never in East Coast and Boston, like nobody was listening to. So I was never exposed to like that shit or like. I I was never in, into yeah. it either, except I know that he had that one joint off that. Uh, I think he had a feature. Uh, there was that crazy Sway and Tech album. Yeah. And that yeah, first that, sh- that the, first track, the song was, with all like Mad Dudes around it, fu- yeah, it was like the Eminem, track, RZA, fucking Chino XL. And I think he was on that track. Yeah, and that's the the only like thing I only ever time. bumped of his, but it wasn't because of his verse or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, it was <laughs> Eminem had a crazy verse on there. I remember that. I Everybody, like that. yeah, those are the good old like days. KRS had um, KRS crazy. KRS with RZA. I feel like RZA was on. RZA that. was on it for sure. Yeah. Dude, Back so, in the '90s, when there used to be like super crazy, that, that was a great cuts. time to was, to listen to hip hop. That was the, the the '90s, as far as music goes. Hip hop owned the '90s to me. Not that there wasn't other great music. There was good house music. People would say grunge rock, this and that. But to me, I don't really like most rock and roll that came out in the '90s, unless it was from artists that existed before the '90s. I like a lot of the stuff that came See, out. See, I in only the 90s. like like Nirvana, and I'm not even a huge Nirvana fan, dude. I don't like all that Seattle shit. I never really get were into you, that. I hate all the rock and roll that came out in the late '90s. I don't know. Hip hop was '90s for me. It was in well, reggae. I'm, reggae I'm, it was good reggae. Yeah, but I don't know. You know what though? Not for me. Not reggae from the '90s. 
It's not my jam. Do some good Sizzler, some Capleton, no? Remember we were going to go to the Sizzler we show? We almost tonight? went to a Sizzler show tonight, but we were tired, lazy. I served for that three hours on Sunday. Dude, it I'm not trying to pay $40. I would go $40 for Sizzler because I haven't seen it in a while. But I know the place they were doing it at isn't like, it's not like a great venue. It's not really a venue, so it could sound like shit. And like, if I'm going to spend money to see a show, I want it to sound good. I work in music. I, I travel. I do that shit for a living. Like, to hear shit that sounds bad... I'm more scrutinizing of it now, I think, you know, because I work in it. And Definitely. it just, I don't want to spend my money and stand there and have to smoke a lot of weed because I'm going to a scissor show. I am going to smoke a lot of weed. But I was at a Ziggy Marley show a couple nights ago at the Hollywood Bowl and smoked so much weed, ate edibles, so many fucking THC drops. Like, I can't, I got, I was so high at that point. There was a point where I felt like I was tripping, like having a psychoactive property reaction to the edibles and THC drops. Was it the music? It wasn't the music. But it was during like a ska band. The the ska I band heard opened. when the music hits, feel all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> Noah Goldman, damaged goods, ends it on a Bob Marley quote. Give me that Coca Cola, Terry. <laughs>